That is so casual. Yeah. What's up? Just another day in the coronavirus era. Yes. Where, where they were wiping uh, your what? Mel and your what? Oh, I Mel and I will most likely hoard ramen today in the supermarket if it's still there. <laughs> like instant ramen? Yeah. I'm gonna make japguri? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna survive pretty much. On, on ramen? On ramen. Huh? I'm Quark and I will actually try to write. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> During this, during this lockdown, <laughs> it took a world-threatening pandemic. <laughs> For me, this is, yeah, the corporate, there's the no justice in the corporate world. My candidate. <laughs> oh yeah, where he kind of goes insane and then just rambles <laughs> on about the virus, saying that he'll slap the virus. Yes. Oh, no, but yes, it'll, be, it'll be just in time for the next election. Exactly. Oh, how funny, oh. you know, Derek was just in my house last Sunday. <laughs> oh. And he's making a new movie though. Two, my two candidate too. Oh, Mike. Mm. Yeah, Mangan. we never know. <laughs> my candidate. Mangan. Yes. My candidates again. <laughs> my two candidates. Tapos may dalawa siyang anak na. Listen, I actually had a you know I had a plot now for the sequel, <laughs> which is not gonna happen <laughs> by the way. <laughs> just 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 put two babies in his arms and that's his poster, yeah. campaign and movie poster. Love you, D. <laughs> Love you. Okay. And you are. Oh, I'm Ramon. I'm gonna catch up on some video games, I guess. Woohoo! And you're listening to M Studios Podcast. We also have a guest. Yes, we have a guest who's gonna join us for the whole time because we love him so much. Very <laughs> handsome Malaysian man. I'm Bradley Liu. I'm the director of Motel Acacia. Yes. Opening tomorrow in cinemas or March 11th. March 11th. Yeah. And what are you going to most likely hoard in these end times? I've already hoarded. My family just brought over like 50 boxes of Maggie Me curry. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. But Malaysian version. Oh, it's not like the. It's not like the pirated version or anything. Like, is that what Ava likes? No, it's no. what I eat. All the time. <laughs> Why Maggie Mee? It's Maggie Mee curry. It's like mm. legitimately, like not the pansi canton. It's like the soup version. So it's like of, laksa. No, it's there is a laksa version, but it's just curry noodles that's wow. it I'm gonna look okay. for that yeah. it has noodles available yeah. in great tip everywhere. right there it's this some, episode's I, already worth it in Makati or something somewhere in some like uh, Asad store Asad store yeah, it's just like Indian, Indian grocer but I got like the legit stuff from okay. Malaysia yeah. oh Ooh, yeah. snap is Malaysia orange now no yeah what's your alert level I think we got like 30 30 cases so far oh, okay yeah wow we're not Amazing. number one yet in Asia. Yeah, we're I think not. we're aiming to be yeah. number one. <laughs> number one in Asia? Well, I think just because we haven't really tested enough, yeah, I think it's a problem. There's, There's probably a more it's cases. It's a whole new podcast altogether. I know. <laughs> oh my God. No, I, <laughs> it's called. Yeah. But Watch out for the new Globe Studios podcast called Poddemic. <laughs> we're you. That's That's amazing. But we're here to spread joy. And especially, this is an especially important podcast now i think now that everybody is at home and not doing anything true like yeah, captured yeah, market here we come streaming the things that we recommend exactly <laughs> that's that's what you should do um and so let's talk about what we saw this week yeah, yeah. first of all disclaimer outsider just ended this week yes um Quark and I have seen all the episodes but we're being great friends to Ramon by not talking about it yet yeah. So we're, we're reserving I our... Give, I, mean, I, I mean the offer of stepping outside <laughs> if you really want to. But, <laughs> well, but, but if you have not started on it, like Bradley, yeah. then, then you should. It's, it's, it's right up your alley. It's exactly... It's like a supernatural detective murder mystery. Yeah. You know, but I will say, you know, I've, I'm only like six episodes in. Mm. Well, I remember around episode four, I had the thought that... You know what this actually is? Is this? It's actually just a really, really long X Files episode. Mm-mm. Actually, or it's like it with old men cops <laughs> instead of kids. <laughs> but after watching, um, what I can say after watching The Outsider is I really have a big senior citizen crush on Ben Mendelsohn. He's great. He is He's hot. Amazing. Uh, that actually. list. You should, have you seen The list. Land of Steady Habits on Netflix? No, no. I've only yeah. seen him in, of course, the big budget movies. Mm-mm. Wow. Of course. <laughs> Which is Rogue One. R- Rogue One and, and then... Um, Ready Player doing? One. Ready Player One. Seen Ready Player One, the villain? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I'm getting yeah. Mark, I thought Ready Player One yeah, was one of your I favorite love, movies. I love Ready Player One. <laughs> 
<laughs> and but uh, he's just that good an actor. What's the he one we saw him on? You know, the one, the one that was made by the assassination of Jesse James guy. Um, we watched that together. Uh, Killing me softly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he was he there. Was, yeah, he was there. Oh, he was wow. the main guy also. Wow. Yeah, Galing. Galing. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is when he was so good. Now we didn't even realize he was Australian. <laughs> yeah. Miguel Nascenceno, a friend of Pod. This is his customary mention. He, I know he tweeted me that Ben can actually play Anthony Bourdain in a actually. in a bio. Yeah, he looks like. He'd Bourdain. have to wear like platforms, but he'll yeah. have to wear like five inch heels or yeah. something to match the height. But I think the face is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Ben is Ben is pretty good at anything. Like if you see if you see Land of Study Habits, the major loser Shadon, it's like so different from all his other roles. So it's like you can see that range. Wow. I follow mm. his Instagram right now and it's just the disconnect Lit. with ah. his big Aussie accent when he's like normal talking. So, but okay, so to go, sorry for this tangent, but do you do you follow like uh, Anthony Hopkins or Sam Neill on, on I've Instagram? Seen Sa- no. I've seen right. Hopkins. <laughs> such weird accounts. Yeah, they're weird Sam accounts. Neill is the best there because it's just him on a farm. Always, there's always pigs like, oh, it's just me alone in Zealand. But <laughs> and then and then see Anthony Hopkins someone is like parent troll sha. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he'll just read he'll just do like minsan 15 second clips of here's a limerick I like I wrote today. You know, <laughs> stuff like that and then it's like Jesus old men on their Instagram. But I hate thinking that way but I'm like in, in uh, my first response is like this is not helping your brand, bro. <laughs> You're like a distinguished, a sophisticated Academy Award winning actor. You're Hannibal Lecter. Don't do this, bro. <laughs> Isn't he uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins? Yes, yes, he is. Sir. And he gave up his uh, UK citizenship. Why? He's an American. Oh, wow. Yeah. What he kind of it. knight is that? <laughs> well, he's Sir Anthony Hopkins of some country. <laughs> giving up your oh, you know, <laughs> citizenship. Maybe Come he on. can be dual. Hmm. I, I, he probably is dual, but I know he is an American. Citizen, an American. Okay. Oh, so maybe he hasn't given it up. Maybe he's still there. No. Yeah. Okay. So, so well, outsider, super off tangent. <laughs> sorry, Cynthia Rivo, next big star. Absolutely. Um, yeah, she's she is. My great. husband actually asked me where have where does she, where has she been. And I said, if okay, if you guys haven't seen Cynthia Widows. ever, mm-hmm. Widows, and then first time I saw her was Bad Times. Bad, bad Times, which Aria. I haven't seen actually. Oh, it's, I, so, yeah, it's, uh, I like it. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Okay, she's underrated. Never, she's always good, no matter. Actually, the first time I saw her was she was guesting on a talk show because I think she was doing a a Broadway show, and then she's a big theater actress. Now. Yeah, oh, and then in that episode, she also sang at the end. So I was like, wow. oh wow. Big star. Then suddenly she's like, and all these things like, oh, widows. And then, yeah, bad, bad times. And then this yeah. thing, the outside. And then that, that one-two punch of, I don't know, Harriet and yeah. um, this show, yeah. The Outsider. Great work, so, Agent. Yeah. How highly recommended. Um, another thing I watched <laughs> the past week. Yes, keep going. Your favorite. Love is blind. I expect nothing Love less from Love is Cork. fucking blind. Have you seen it? No, no. It is the no. worst most trashy show I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. Worst, worst. It is worst? probably you know, the trashiest. The trashiest, okay. definitely. Like talo pa yung mga ano. Worse than the old Fox there's... reality mm. shows. Well, you know what? No. In fairness, I've never seen the old like pa- Paradise yeah. Island, bayon or mga uh, The Bachelor or whatever. Love Island. Love Island. Yeah. Probably yeah. it's like that. There's it's one like... called Married at First Sight, where they just get married immediately. Oh. Upon meeting. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Premise. I the don't premise understand the of premise. Love is blind. Is okay. You, you basically they 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 don't pair you up, but there's like let's say eight guys or let's say ten guys and ten girls, and um, it's like speed dating except you're locked in there for six days. And, I mean, you can change, you can meet different people, but they, it's like through a wall. You can only talk through a wall. So, so like a prison, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like a prison. But you can't see anyone. And uh, I know the the objective is to get married in thirty six days or something. I love how marriage so, is just like yeah, it's just there. Yeah, whatever. It's just like a throwaway. And most of them get engaged in five days, six days. I think the I know by the sixth day, I don't know everybody who was going to get engaged got engaged. Do they cast unattractive people? They don't. Oh. Yeah, so everybody yeah, it's, it's is it's TV, kind of it's a cute. visual medium. Mm. Okay. Yeah, no, but then as opposed to 
a far superior show, The Circle. Yeah. <laughs> When did I Bradley, ever become Bradley's a reality so TV black. guy? Where do you guys find the time to watch all these things? <laughs> but I, I dare you and uh, Bianca, your wife Bianca, yeah. to watch one episode of, of, let's say, no, Love is Blind. You choose the worst one. And okay, wait, I dare it? you to n- not to stop watching Mark, it. Why is it trashy? It's trash because they're supposed to get married in the no, right? But how are, how are the how does it work? Do they have like a rose ceremony? What, um, well, no. So so they're 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 no, and of course, parang there's this guy Barnett, and then parang ano, three girls fall in love with him, and then one of them, Jessica, is like very much in love. No, Mark is very much in love with her, and he thinks that they have a connection, but Jessica prefers Barnett, so she dumps Mark. Uh, these are kind but of smart. Barnett smarty, likes but Mark. Like, but, <laughs> but Barnett likes <laughs> And then, of course, because they all go to the common area after. Right, so right. they're all like, you know, my mga factions, they're like, bro, you gotta stay strong, man. This is what it's about. <laughs> you know, if you really want to get married, you gotta fight for it, man. Wait, why, why are there factions? It's not like free for all. Um, you know, wala, parang people are just like, ano, parang they're just being supportive. Being supportive, yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> There's this one guy, Rory, who obviously, ano, didn't find the one. So you only see him give advice to everybody. So parang, okay, that's his strategy for screen time. He's just like giving like all this deep right, advice right. to everyone. So nobody gets voted out. Nobody gets voted out, but um, after like by episode three, six couples na lang siya, as opposed to. Um, as opposed to ten, I know. Sorry, uh, yeah. As as to and then as who to... is the is there is someone declared a winner? Um, uh, is a couple is, declared a winner? I, you when know you find what? love, I, you're I the winner, not... man. <laughs> yeah, I think when you get married, you you know you've won <laughs> life. <laughs> you so found your love. Have kids with conceive within two months. Episode one, my ano na my engagement na, but that was yung pinaka nakakilig this like interracial ano. Wait, isn't the conceive that they? My, li- my lips are big. I don't know if I could, you know, kiss him right. You know, like, <laughs> what is this show? Why is it called Love is Blind? <laughs> because you know, love, because we fall in love without other. seeing each other. Ah, okay. yeah. You didn't muna. mention that. So I was like, ah, yeah, no, through the wall. Yeah, so you, you can't. So you're just there. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, so, so, so Jessica dumps Mark and then says, Barnett, so did you mean it? And he said, you'd marry me. And he's like, I'm not sure. It's like, how could you? You're a horrible. You know what you are? You're a fuck. Boy, that's great, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, parang the drops like the music, like they drop. like slow mo bigla, and then biglang I wanna spend forever with you. <laughs> like, like when he says, you know, I think I love you. Then I just say the L word, but I think I love you too. And then, parang what the fuck is this demo music? It's it's uh, like it's skewed by bottom. And then I, I wonder, yeah, are these real songs? Because they all sound like parang yung parang ba, may bale, like bad ripoffs of other songs. And then meron yung my Spotify playlist of Love Is Blind. Really? All the songs which you've now followed. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, no. In fairness, there is one song that's pretty good. So I'm gonna like go through that shit. Add it to your set. <laughs> to, to see, yeah, add it to my set. Is this so. what Netflix is becoming? Yeah, I think uh, actually Reality there was an article shows? they've they've kind of like cornered the the market, especially with the two aforementioned shows. Because they also have that um, fashion show, ru- yeah. next in fashion, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is also supposed to be good. I hear good yeah. things. Mm-mm. Just yeah. to be clear, um, Love is Blind is not good. Huh? <laughs> But it's, it's addicting. Just... <laughs> In our group, there's like Ines Cabarus yeah. always talks about love is blind. Yeah. So I don't know who else. I guess now you, Cork. Yeah. It's an yeah. Yeah. I, I mean the love is blind there. Just watch one episode. Okay. Seeing uh, if you can no. So, so you're you like watch a show is called uh, Selling Sunset. Have you seen it? Selling Sunset? No. It's is as it? trashy. Uh, it's basically but the premise is great. It's basically very Attractive porn star looking realtors. <laughs> I'm laughing already. Oh, wow. Trying to sell like 30, 50 million dollar homes in California. Sunset Fully Boulevard. clothed or? Fully clothed, yeah. But yeah. are they real realtors? But they're or? real real estate agents. Oh. And they, but they only work on like above 10 million dollar houses. Oh, wow. So, you know, like, because the, the premise is so great because the mm. idea is that you get to see these houses, how they're trying to sell the houses. Mm-mm. And that itself, Good. like, as a neutral viewer, mm-hmm. is quite interesting. But of course, you need some drama. So everyone <laughs> looks like a porn star. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Selling sunset. But I now yeah. have a, I now want to see that show where they get actual porn stars to see so if that, they can flip a home. Yeah. Then, and, that, and then that just show use, and then use your use their skills. You know their seduction skills to like. Hey, let's check out this view, huh? So it's like it's million dollar listing crossed with the Playboy bunnies, I guess. Something like that. But but the the, the bizarre thing is, is I think it's I think it's feminist. Maybe it's feminist because all these women really dress like porn stars, <laughs> but they get very insulted when people hit on them. Oh. And they talk about values and rights and, and respectability. Uh, and respectability. I'm sure. Okay, yeah, because but Love really is Blind like is very anti-feminist. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it, yeah. It's like Everybody a 90s reality like, show. Yeah. What do you mean it, anti-feminist? I mean, like they chain uh, these women up? <laughs> it's like the objectivity really portray, of women. Yeah, they really portray the, like, I'm 34, I really need to get married. Because, like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on in These are show? Americans. Yeah, these okay. are. And then there's that one girl, so Jessica. She, when she talks to men, she changes her Voice. Like um yeah you know I you're really important to me and then bug interview no I really see that <laughs> she's like a, D, a radio DJ in person yeah, yeah. yeah. she's in it to and win like it like a dumb baby <laughs> when it comes to talking to Barnett Barnett yeah. I don't I even know if that's the first or last name some guy in my gender fluid past so he's like I don't know if I should tell her like. <laughs> You know, yeah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I fall in love with the person. It's not about what's here or what's Quite here. Did not post my show. No, it's only <laughs> on episode three. So you know, cliffhanger. Sinabi nanya sa girl. No, no, I have a gay past. And then yun, parang she's like dun dun dun. Wait, so, so why huh? is this? Why is Netflix making a conscious decision to corner this trashy reality market for streaming? Um, I, well, because I know, but that that was like the the undiscovered country for the oh. longest time. The man, they were like, um, they even tried talk shows before that, which they weren't did. as successful. Yeah, see Chelsea, but oh a, yeah, 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 had a talk show. Then see Michelle Wolf had like a talk show with Norm Norm yeah, um, yeah, and then um, I think Hassan is the only one that's lasted. Yeah, even see Hassan I know my Hush. favorite see. See, uh, see Jeff Winger, see <laughs> no, Joel McHale, see yeah. Joel McHale, which is a great. Great, 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 great show. Yeah. yeah, but um, but that didn't work. So apparently now, so they tried reality, which is working. Stuff, mm. Which is now no. So the treasure trove for them, or the money maker right now, is like reality plus rom coms. Well, uh, no, I mean it's Netflix, eh? so they have to be everything. Eh? So mm. this is their Bravo slate, the right? all the reality right, right. programming. But they all because they already have They're the prestige Bravo, dramas. Bravo. You know, they 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 have the they have the kiddie programming which we never even look at. Oh, about. my my kid is super it's entrenched about, yeah. in the Netflix. Sometimes sometimes randomly, like I look at the new on Netflix tab, and then did you know that there is a Fast and Furious cartoon show for kids? Really? What? Which is hilarious to With me Dom? because aren't if this is how old this franchise is? Uh, what were they stealing in the first Fast and Furious movie? Uh, v- VHS VCR. DVD players. Yeah, DVD players. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And now they're fighting submarines. <laughs> and then uh, now, and now these are, and then the it's in the universe, but it's like the younger relatives, I guess, of the Toretto's. Uh, and then they're like, why are they driving? Ch- children aren't supposed to be driving. <laughs> so I guess they're technically 16 Is or 17. Is it like 17. a 10-year-old show or younger? I don't know it, but it's like, it's definitely cartoon, you know, big heads, thin bodies, those kinds of exaggerated proportions. So it's just like, what's this? Aren't these criminals also, right? It wasn't Paul Walker, an undercover cop, trying to infiltrate this street gang of thugs. Yeah. So it's like, uh, well, you know, whatever works. Well, speaking <laughs> of Netflix cartoons, Castlevania season three. three? Yep. Did you start it? Yeah. and I, I've uh, never seen it, but go oh. ahead. Well, season three is the one I think that where... Because Warren Ellis writes every episode. Mm. And I think season three is the one where he took the most ri- um, Risk. risks. Risks, yeah. Became most Warren Ellis. Most, yeah. He, he, and there's mm-hmm. actually some like slow burn episodes where, you know, before I don't think they'd... I think they'd like require, oh, this has to have at least one action scene. But it's like... And he's also introduced more characters now because there was a huge status quo change at the end of season two. So how many episodes per season? Uh, it's usually eight. I think this new one is ten. 
Oh. I was surprised by the amount of gore and violence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's very much because uh, Mong, Mong is adult, a fan of Castlevania, yeah. and then you know he's watching, and I'm like glancing over, he's telling me what's happening, and then like they're tearing heads off yeah, and yeah. squashing wow. heads and bodies and limbs apart. And I'm like, right, wow, right. this is pretty violent, and maybe it's not for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a pretty violent anime, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean it, it. it it's a nice intersection of these Venn diagrams that I'm interested in. It was just, I'm a Warren Ellis fan. I remember loving mm-hmm. the Castlevania games as a kid. I like an anime. action anime when it's done well. And this is all three of those And things. Gordon Violence. Yeah, for okay. sure. Oh, I think I'll get started. Yeah, I, I haven't started Castlevania either at all. So I think Maybe you like thing. it. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah. <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you've got all these hardcore prestige drama emotional shows and then it's like let's have some just violent mayhem for 30 minutes okay but with the Warren Ellis ideas with the yeah and mm. definitely the Warren Ellis characters you know who just grumble and then drink and then fight and then have sex and then all <laughs> human hating yeah <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's got that funny and that dark humor also okay have you been reading Warren Ellis's Not all, Batman yeah. book no so he's re- he's doing a twelve issue Batman book called mm. The Batman's Grave with 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 his uh, ultimates uh, his uh, sorry his uh, authority mm. co creator Brian Hitch mm. and it's great because his Alfred is just the best his Alfred just completely insults Bruce Wayne every chance he gets <laughs> you know and it's and it's Ellis though who's never been that big a fan uh-huh. of superheroes it's like yeah you know if I had 50 million I guess I just donate to you know programs for the youth but what do I know I'm I'm a poor <laughs> <laughs> okay but is it complete or not yet, not yet. It's, it's I think six issues are done okay oh, we'll check that out how about you Brad what's uh, going on in um, Kitty <laughs> New TV Parent Land? Life Oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> so she, so Bianca, my wife, right? So being her, she managed to get like a, well, I should say, <laughs> well, she, she, there's a great party. Uh, we have a great uh, organizer. Okay. And, uh, but one of the shows, right? It was insane. I think they were part of the package or something. They're called like the Tectonics and you guys should check them out. Yeah. They're like uh, the Jabberwockies making balloon animals. And I've, I saw the balloon animals. I missed fantastic. the j- Tectonics. <laughs> and uh, like, because they were getting ready and they carted this thing in full of balloons that we didn't really know what's in the cart. And then uh, we thought, okay, it's going to be a balloon show. But then the three of them, they were prepping up. They were psyching themselves up. They were like like holding hands and doing like a, <laughs> well, know, like a huddle show. kind of mm. thing. It's like, it's like, wow, these guys are either really taking themselves too seriously or they're like the shits. Mm. They were the shits, man. Oh. They, were, they, were, they would come out of the two. They had Avengers uh, balloon. Armor, oh, life size, <laughs> life size. They put them on the kids, like chest armor, hit armor. Oh, the wow, yeah, yeah. Killing. They and give then, the kids uh, like an exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he makes one. You, you guess the, the the cartoon, right? Boom, Doraemon comes out, wow. trolls come out. Okay, like I'm next gonna level shit. Google them. Was this your planner who found them for you? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Oh, tectonics. Tectonics. I was telling you about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get them for your sister's birthday, but yeah. then your but, but, birthday yeah, she was like the day before an hour after her birthday. birthday. <laughs> I'm actually gonna ask you who her that animal wrangler guy. She. It's a no. Kuya Kim. <laughs> you yeah, Scarlet, Kim again, huh? Scarlet, don't yeah. fuck around, yo. It's not Kuya Kim. I mean, it's it's, it's his peeps. Okay, Cam, uh, I'm gonna message you on <laughs> FB. I didn't know he had peeps even. I didn't like, even know yeah. either. Wow, pivot You don't know about the Kuya Kim gang? <laughs> the Kuya Kim squad? <laughs> the Kuya Kim gang, see? Yeah. Why does he wear a cowboy hat? Because he's like the like silver win of the Philippines. But who tells yeah. weather? Yeah. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but so. he really like Steve Owens around like he, he grabs yeah, things he yeah. I think it's well, like nature either. right anything nature yeah. which includes weather and then yeah but he started with a show called Matang Lawin right that was his mm-hmm. nature show on, on um, ANC or ABS yep yeah and then that's his he found his niche he became the Steve Irwin ah. mm. but let's guess Kim come on down come yeah. here yeah I know we should talk about <laughs> come on yeah. Kim <laughs> It's gonna be a fun podcast where we play around with animals and no one can see no one what's can see going on. <laughs> I'm curious though if he speaks like with that cadence in real life. Uh, no, 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 no. 
Oh, parang hindi, no? No, he's, he's a really cool guy. Kim, yeah. is, Kim is a cool guy. Yeah, I've heard, I know. I mean, he's a very nice guy. Worked with him. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if he does the Steve Irwin stuff to like wrestle with the boars and stuff, but you know, <laughs> like he definitely ta- wrestle a Tarshir. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be my dinner. Fingerlings. <laughs> Fing thumb wars with a Tarshir. Yeah. Just poke its eye and you're one. <laughs> okay. okay. So what? Um, okay, before we start with our main conversation segue, um, let's talk about the uh, the virus and how it's affecting. <laughs> I love how wow. you, I love how you just said segue. Segue, mm. but it, this is big news, guys. So I really feel like the city's gonna be on a lockdown pretty soon, and you already see that globally things are getting canceled, and the movie industry uh, onward only made what forty million dollars. Oh wow! In the entire week. The lowest that the uh, Pixar movie has ever made, and it's Corona is to blame, I think, apart from dismal reviews. Um, Mulan is opening this week, and mm-hmm. I don't think that's promising. It's uh, tracking well, but again, we will we'll know when the numbers come Yeah, out. but Bond, the, the Bond yeah, premiere is canceled. Not, pre- not premiere, oh, the, the release date the was release moved date, by months. Yes. Most importantly, the Motel Akasha premiere. Exactly. Last night was... That one as well. <laughs> Although it's still coming out so yeah. tomorrow, right? Yep, yep. And but then, Bradley, how is yeah. this affecting you guys, especially you as a director? I think it's pretty brutal in terms of the, uh, well, the premieres, in fact, like, because Motel Akasha was supposed to premiere last night. Mm-hmm. And then ABS-CBN just said that all, like, kind of events are going to be canceled for the safety. I mean, we totally get right. the reason, the rationale behind mm-hmm. it. But at the same time, it's just like uh, it kind of gives a feeling of like what else is going to happen. I guess mm. that the ambiguity of uh, it's mm. going to get worse. Mm. But at the same time, I don't I don't know. We're still kind of early in our coronavirus uh, situation in the country. It's not like yeah. Italy where the entire country is being shut down, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, I read somewhere that uh, the cinemas are still open in Italy, but you need to sit two seats away from the next person. So it's one seat and then two empty seats and then another seat. And Even I'm though you come you together, well, that sounds like heaven, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, that's being great. required to not be near like a, other people. That's like an immediate forty percent drop in your <clears throat> capacity of a cinema. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I know schools are canceled, mm. but does that mean the students are going to the cinemas then? No, they're my my daughter is in a play date as we speak because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to do in the house. Yeah. But how? Why don't is, they watch some Fast and Furious cartoons? cartoons yeah. Could be right. Could be like uh, is, is the streaming spike of gonna streaming be, is gonna be the answer. Is streaming going to? I, I well, know. definitely for for recreation. <laughs> I think uh, and, and for entertainment yeah. consumption. Like it's all the start. events are going. Let's out by is canceled. Yeah. Uh, Wonderland was canceled. Yeah. I, I went to Jakarta last week for this event. Got canceled also. Um, Eighty-eight rising, right? Yeah, the head in the cloud. So. Yeah, it's. Um, I think I think they just announced Yunya uh, Coachella will be moved to October. Um, right. So the best time to go to the desert. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, so cold. <laughs> so I know. Eh, it, it's it's gonna be. Parang eh, weren't you the one who posted an article that this is the reality now? It's not containable anymore. Yeah, that's mm. me because I am a believer yeah. that let's just stop all the cancellations and just let people take responsibility. Be safe. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, I'm always it. scared because what, it affects what people who are over immunocompromised, mm. and if you're elderly or senior citizens, yeah, doesn't and, seem and to influence, affect babies. And, yeah. not not yeah. the kids. Yeah, uh, not even the the babies. I no, think the no, lowest no. that we've recorded yeah. in the country is 32. Mm. The wow. the the lowest in age, yeah. the youngest. Oh wow. Okay. But yeah. So. I don't know. It's it's just always the fear that okay, I might affect or be contagious to my lolo or someone like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit like that. I I I just don't think mm-hmm. sh- we should cancel things when mm. we can all take responsibility. Yeah, Wait, but industry wise, I don't know how movies and TV the industry is going to pick up mm. from this, especially yeah. with all the cancellations and. It's bad enough that that it gross ticket sales are on a normal day aren't that great. Yeah, Mm-mm. for sure. And uh, yeah. I probably Netflix is the only one that's gonna make money out of this. Yeah, no. Like, but do they really make more money out of? 
Because if you're already a subscriber, you're just going to be tuning in more. I don't know. Quark will know the mathematics of uh, how Netflix makes money. If like there's suddenly a spike of more people watching, but existing users watching, they don't make extra money out of it, right? Yeah, they don't. Like um, if you're watching, if you're spending more time watching stuff, basically, like if you watch eight shows instead of four now. No. So what's going to jump actually is like millions of people trying it out free for a month. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, yeah. uh grabbing Philippines, uh, there why is talaga? There's actually like Facebook groups where they're like they share accounts what? or I'll give you my Netflix I'll uh, no, for the weekend. Yeah. Um like um if you want to use my Netflix this weekend, you can be my family you know, and I'll oh, give wow. you the password. And I'll change the password come Monday. So, do ano. they pay each other? Uh, so yeah, parang ano, Gcash man lang ako ng <laughs> Oh wow! Oh my God. 50 pesos for weekend use. So Facebook, <laughs> such an enabler. I mean, well, I mean, the they Facebook people... live movies, so Mm-mm. why not share? So like, or yeah, or ultra shared. I don't know where everyone is um, scheduled. Na, oh, these guys can only use it Monday, Tuesday, then give it Wednesday. Right? And how do they track that? So I guess in the end, that's like 50 bucks per person. Right? But I, I read I, somewhere that Netflix groups. and Disney, they're all going to hunk, bunk, uh, hunk, like limit the, the shared accounts. They're, yeah, they're they gonna... say that, but they have to deal with families. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? So, and I know some are already thinking of like mobile-only plans. and you know, So, you. <laughs> so, so you mean the, to tell the equivalent me, of sachet pricing talaga. you mean to tell me the more people how does Netflix make money then just subscribing yeah Mm-mm. actually net, the, the answer to that is Netflix does not make money in yeah. fact they're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, still, yeah. they're still in the hole diba? so, but it's a long but, game it's like Amazon for uh, the longest time was not making any money and then diba suddenly the, it did the calculation was parang you need to have like 250 million people doing the family plan in order to at even make up for the content that they're spending. Content palang yan, not even the the tech or the or the marketing or whatever. So I know they just want to be the only one left, I guess. Um, in the streaming world. Yeah. So well, if you're going against the trillion dollar <laughs> Apple and the Apple. billions of dollars Amazon, and Disney nipping at their heels. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating stuff. Yep. So, um, ayon. So, but but speaking of, you know, speaking of which, so Mutalakasha mm-hmm. is coming out, <laughs> and and you should watch it. Make sure you book a, a seat to seats away yeah. from or, or buy three <laughs> seats, you know, <laughs> and bring exactly. your mask. <laughs> yeah. But um, let, let, so, Bradley, can you tell us about your movie? So, why are you here? Isn't this placement for immigrants? Do you see any around? Not me. You told us that the papers will come true. Papers and ID cards. We have none of those. Of course. So, Motel Akasha is about a young man named JC, played, of course, by JC yes. Santos. And he's uh, groomed to take over this uh, motel, this mysterious motel in the very cold, icy Western country. And he soon finds out that this motel is being used by the uh, Western government to kill off immigrants uh, via a bed that eats men and impregnates women. Via a bed. A bed, yeah. yeah. That eats men it's and great. impregnates women. I thought there women. was a capra of some sort. That's the bed. Yes. Oh, fight the bed. Yeah, (laughs) eating men and impregnating women. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Was that a spoiler? No, no, no. no, That's the the beginning of the the trailer. Mm. It's fair game, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's in the trailer because that's them, the one putting it out in the world. And this is your second feature. It's a second feature. Yeah. And like the first film, I mean, like I think Cork has seen my first film. It's super art house. It's yeah. Peppy Smith growing mm. old and so um, actually yeah. was no, that, <laughs> was that, but I know it's art house. Yeah, I know. that was Peppa's last appearance. Uh, yeah, I think he didn't do a film after okay. that. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, it was a very. I know, I know it was very art. I know it was very um, uh, you know, languid and yeah, it's, it's, it's a pure drama. Yeah. It's more of a contemplative cinema, slow so cinema. What, yeah. What made you decide to do uh, something more genre? Uh, I think immediately we just decided that we wanted to do something totally different because yeah. if we were to go down the path of doing another drama, it would be like 
typecasting a certain kind of aesthetic style and you know oh that guy only makes a certain thing you know yeah. it's going to be what so and so but we always wanted to try different things but and of course being a big fan of uh, 80s kind of uh, carpenter films and stuff like that I thought it would be really cool to make something like a creature feature oh. with uh, you know lots of uh, crazy practical effects almost no CGI everything live in camera that's what we set out to do how did you know how did you how did that idea that particular idea come about we the, the one about the monster and so the, I mean like because I, I'm I'm Malaysian so coming here uh, like when I'm in my early 20s I've been here almost 10 years now um, I noticed that almost all our mythology is the same mm-hmm. like everyone ev- all the countries like Indonesia Philippines Malaysia Singapore we almost kind of like the same kind of creatures even though we call them different things or they're different interpretations of things they're almost always linked to the forest 100% right so yeah this idea is like what if there's this creature on a tree like a, a tree demon Right, mm-hmm. and usually, and it, it first started as a capre, and the characteristics of capre is it, it likes it's something that mothers tell young girls, right? Don't go out because the capre is watching you, or you know, um, you know, stay stay indoors, you know, don't don't go out drinking your friends or something like that. Stay home, like cautionary tale to keep the right. you know young teenage girls don't, in. Uh, go, don't go out and have fun and possibly get pregnant. Yeah, because the capre will come, he will impregnate you, <laughs> yeah. and then you give birth to the chanak, yeah. right? Basically, that's one, oh. one way of saying it. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. So that, that's that's how they kind of scared the the children with with tales, right? Mm-hmm. So, but what came from that is like we know the capri has a lust for women. That's what the legend kind of builds up, right? So I did the idea like, what if there's this tree demon, with of course in the beginning of the film he's having sex with a human female, as one on top does. of the tree, as as one does, you know, <laughs> on a, a nice breezy, uh, you know, mountain. Rom com, of course, yeah. <laughs> And hashtag Capri life. Capri life. Snapchat kind of thing. And uh, illegal loggers are cutting down this tree. So when the tree comes down, the spirit of this demon stuck in the wood. It still has its lust for women, but now it has this hatred for men who cut it down. And what do people do with like the wood? Of course, they make stuff with it, right? For the point oh, of the logging. And so they made it into I a see, bit. And so I what see. if this bit is now transported and it's used for horrible things mm. in a horrible place? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I think there's a the, the character who runs Motel Akasha is there to serve the demon. Can you talk about that actor? And I know, um, you know, it was a bit of an adventure getting him. And yeah. yeah. Was he Filipino? Because I know you worked no. with an international cast. Yeah. So, so Jay Santos, of course, plays the the, the main uh, protagonist, and mm-hmm. then Agat Sejo plays um, the leading uh, female role, actress role in the film. Um, but what Quark is mentioning is um, maybe the the first antagonist in the film, the father, the role of the father, and he's played by a. Uh, Belgian actor called uh, Jan Bayvoet mm-hmm. and uh, he was very special to get him because he was the first actor I saw in a foreign film in a foreign film festival so that was Khan in, I think in 2013 and he was in a, a Dutch movie called Borgman and he played the titular character Borgman and soon after that I think he was in Peaky Blinders he was in um, uh, I don't know it's like, uh, so many other films but mm. it was very crazy because we had a lot of other actors in mind, of course, like the American actors, do you want to break the American market, blah, 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 if all the financiers talking, like maybe you should get a big American star. But um, of course, there was, I mean, there's one funny one. We we went to the agent of uh, Stellan Sarsgaard. Mm. And then the first thing he said, what's the budget of the film? Because <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, give you Stellan. <laughs> yeah. And because usually what it means is like they're gonna calculate his fee based on what your yeah. budget is, right? And we told them it's under a million dollars, and there's just no reply after that oh, wow. kind of thing. And then of course, then we tried to get the agent of uh, Matt Mikkelsen, <gasps> and then they said that Matt Mikkelsen has a thirty script waiting list per year. Wow! Wow! I can believe it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Matt Mikkelsen fan club, yes. and it's always about getting this agent, 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 agent kind of thing. But eventually. You like we thought like oh what about Jan because he's a fantastic actor we know we've seen him in the films he was in Embrace of the Serpent mm-hmm. oh yeah. okay, yeah. okay, okay. In fact, he played like the, the yeah. Dutch explorer okay. basically um, and as crazy it is we just because the sales we also produced for Love DS and we did Helle 
And the sales agent of Hele is the sales, same sales agent of Embrace of the Serpent. So we got the email through then. Just emailed him and he said, cool, let's do it. Nice. I think that he, quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then um, you, you also had the guy from, uh, um, uh, what, what's the Gosling film? The uh, People. The, yeah, yeah. Vitea. Vitea Pansingam. Yeah. What's He played God in Only God Forgives. Only God Forgives. Yeah, the Thai actor. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, Only God Forgives is like the, the craziest psycho yeah, yeah. kind of like stone cold killer, right? <laughs> but in real life, he's like cooking papaya salad for us during oh, like wow. breaks. And the, he's the coolest guy. Yeah. And, and then it, we got like uh, the John Lloyd of uh, Indonesia. I, I thought Nicholas it was the Piolo of Indonesia. Well, <laughs> I think it's more the John Lloyd. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A bit more mysterious, kind of like a bit more artist kind of thing. Yeah, but super cool as well. Yeah. Why did you go with an international cast? I think the idea was like from the beginning, um, from a production side, Bianca is always in these international festivals and we always, you know, when Southeast Asians get together in a overseas event, we all kind of, kind of stick together and we like, you know, oh, our fellow Asian mates, right? And of course, when actors, they always say like, oh, we should work together. But how would you ever fit Thai actor or Indonesian actor into a Filipino film? It's an expect. Um, but when we started writing this film, we realized that because of the setting, we wanted to set it in this Western world where immigration is a big issue and how people feel like you can always kill away your problems, mm. kill away your social problems. Um, in- immediately we knew that we wanted to get actors from the region, from countries that had ex-colonial past, people sharing mm. the same scars of colonialism like mm. us. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's why the countries that we, we, we took were people who shared the same scars as us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. And why, why make it, the, why set it in the future? Why, it's not in know. the future. It's it's oh. it's uh, you know like Present. happening right now. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Why yeah, does it seem it. like the future to you? <coughs> Maybe the set. Huh? Well, yeah, the set. Ah, okay, uh, right. You know, um, know they're like just you know, so it, efficient. It feels post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah. Um. In in many ways. Um. And then well, what's funny is that the the president of the of the country actually does talk like Trump, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, was that was that man? And it's an unnamed country. It's an unnamed country. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. mean, for me, it represents every. Uh, and JC's character is named JC. JC's character is named JC. Is Agut's character named? <laughs> no, no, no. But no, what, no, why no. why cast Agut or JC? Did you audition him? Then? Um, JC was in a soap opera before. I think by Tonet. I think Wing. I don't know. On the wings called. of love. Or maybe that one. I think. Mm. And uh, he was really skinny in that uh, show for some reason I think he lost some weight for something and I immediately that super skinny kind of JC Santos was like wow maybe this guy can be the character for the film mm-hmm. because right, when we were writing we started writing this film in 2015 so it was Ooh. a long time ago mm. but once we kind of locked into the idea of like skinny starving JC Santos I think it was a bit easier to write having mm. him in mind like what would JC do what would he say what would he yeah. oh nice yeah and Agot. Agot was really like uh, casted at the very last moment. We had some problems casting the, the role of Angeli in this mm. film. And one, I think one and a half weeks before we started shooting, we were panicking already. Like there's no actress that had scheduling conflicts or, or couldn't play the role or we felt didn't fit. And then we were like, oh wait, Agot, why not? Mm-mm. And yeah, she was free. Yeah, Nice. Yeah, And it was a blessing in disguise because I think some people feel like Perhaps she was the uh, she gave the most uh, heartfelt performance in oh. the film. I think. Yeah. Oh. I mean, local mm. audience wise, yeah, that's yeah. what they, mm. they they felt as well. Yeah. Um, did was it hard working with people from different nationalities, like a um, a melting pot of sorts? I think the the difference is, I think it's the acting methods that they use in Philippines. Our actors are very like. Um, they read the script, okay, they kind of read it, they memorize the lines, but they get on set and they feel the energy and then they go. Mm. And then they feed off each other. Mm-hmm. So that's why most of the time, all our actors get it right on the first take or the mm. second take. And as you keep going, they get more and more, um, they lose that feeling. Mm-hmm. So the performance kind of dips, 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 dips. Mm. But the Indonesian actor, Nicholas, he needs takes to get into gear. Right. And then the Belgian actor... He's like he a needs, diesel guy. He's exactly. a slow starter. 
And then the the Belgian actor, he needs the preparation to get into the role before the actual shoot. And then like uh, the Malaysian actor and who, I, I think Braun is great. The Malaysian actor who will just give you every single thing. He's really consistent. He's so, the half world guy. Sorry? He's the guy from Half Worlds. He's no. the guy from no. He's the guy from Satan Slaves. Mm, the okay. father from Satan Slaves. Yeah. Is that Joko's film? Joko's film. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And so I guess the feeling is like, uh, how do you balance the takes? Because yeah. when you have scenes where all of them are in the same scene, like you, you know, you start needing to plan like who do you shoot first? How do you kind of differentiate? Before it dips. Yeah. Before it dips, and who to ask for more energy? Who kind of ask for less? And then uh, I think that was tricky. That's the only thing. But in terms of performance, they were great in commitment. Yeah, I mean, everyone speaks the same language mm. of cinema. It's it's great. Yeah. Was the film shot here or so abroad? In the film, it's set in like a very snowy kind of icy place. So that we all shot in Slovenia. So it was the okay. first time Slovenia ever co-produced with an Asian country. Mm. So I think it was a very proud moment mm. for them as well, the Slovenian co-producers, that they had the first Asian project under their their mm-hmm. banner. And um, the interior of the motel, we built it in shooting studio in Makati. Mm. So we took up both studios and we shot there for two months. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. good. Nice. From was, scratch, yeah. Was there a culture clash in, in terms of like working, ways of working with... Uh, translation? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, or translation or... I don't think so. I, I think they really enjoyed the system that we had. Mm-mm. Mainly because we keep eating a lot everything. <laughs> Yeah. There's a big joke Very because um, so JC needed to look skinny, right? Mm. And then I trusted the other actors like, you know, guys, I won't put you through any diet or anything, but just got to look starving, right? Mm-mm. But they, they just let themselves go. <laughs> so as the movie goes on. <laughs> as the movie goes on. <laughs> they start gaining weight. Oh. So, <laughs> that's why um, some scenes were, were scheduled like uh, in reverse. Mm-mm. So we kill them off first. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come into the motel. Oh, you're gaining weight. Yeah. I'm gonna kill your character. <laughs> yeah. I'm more curious about your working relationship with your wife, with Bianca, because I know you wrote this with her, and, and yeah. it's been like a four-year writing journey for yeah. you guys. I mean, we work together every day in producing, and we produce for Love Diaz. We produce for a so many other, yeah. And now you produce <laughs> the we baby. We produce a baby, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think for us, it was just a very natural thing to do, especially projects that I direct, because. I think her opinion really matters. You guys don't fight? We fight all the time. Um, But the problem comes when we stop fighting because then we both know that we're too close to the project. And we can't really give any feedback whether it's good or bad. So actually the fights are welcomed before we start shooting. But when we start shooting... You You guys have to be on the same page. Yeah, exactly. But there's also this unspoken rule we have. Like when we start shooting, she's never near me. Mm. But mm-hmm. the dynamic is you're the director and she's the producer. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But the producer usually is the more powerful person. Yep. On oh. set, right? <laughs> it's just that. Um, it's just that the process of the direction, I feel sometimes, um, it is more freeing when the producer is not there. And it's really true. But it also depends the kind of producer you're. I mean, sometimes it's not nice for certain directors when there's a producer kind of like over their, their necks or something, over right. their backs. Mm. Yeah. But some directors really embrace the collaboration with the producer because sometimes in the Philippines, I, people feel like producers are just money people. Mm. People who just come with the money and then they just sit down like a client in the shoot or something like that. But in a more international sense, like maybe European style producing, um, the producer is the collaborator. So from mm. the beginning, the producer is the one giving feedback on the script they help with the development, mm. they help with the production, and on shoot, they are sitting next to the director to give, to, ready to give feedback mm-hmm. if they need to give feedback. Mm-hmm. So it's a constant collaboration all the way to the it's end. It's a big mm. partnership. It's producing. a big partnership. It's okay. a marriage. I yeah. mean, people say producing is a marriage with, mm-hmm. with the project, not even the director, because directors come and go. In a project, you can always drop the, the director, but mm. the producer is stuck with the project because they have the financing obligations or they have the obligations to the financiers to, to make the film so um, Bianca and I I think we worked together for almost like 10 years now so how did you guys meet? We no. <laughs> through a wall it was this show called Love is Wall. was it a Tinder date? no there was no Tinder back then <laughs> uh, we met in, in South Korea now the country of the second largest coronavirus but we met, <laughs> we met in Busan film festival yeah 
um, in 2012. Yeah. Wow. I was like a young director from Malaysia with no experience of world cinema. And why did you move here and not her moving to Malaysia? I mean, this is where cinema is alive, right? Really? More than Malaysia? In Malaysia has censorship. We have... Oh, right. Mm, right. I mean, we're in the worst political situation now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, know. with the corruption well, scandal Well, right now, Malaysia is going through some crazy political, like... Uh, change of government like the old dictator said that we're he doesn't want the new prime minister to come in so he's doing some tactical stuff so now the whole government is disbanded and the king elected some random oh, ex uh I, I don't know malaysia is so a, we're not as screwed up as we think guys i, I think here in the <laughs> philippines it's a more of a humanitarian thing yeah like the the sanctity of life seems to have no bearing on a country that's supposed to be very catholic yeah right I know. Like, they seem uh, to forget one of the most important commandments. Wa- Wanton right? murder, but, yeah. you know, can't, can't divorce people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's so scary here is, like, most of the, the people who are so pro of all the injustice is the same people that would go to church four times a week. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of strange. And pray the virus away. <laughs> yeah. But in Malaysia, we're in a country oh. where it's a very big middle class. So people are very comfortable as long as they have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. So people can be cheating and ripping people off and destroying the country. But as long as they have food on the table and they can go to the gym, work out, look good, <laughs> go out, have a drink, they mm-hmm. don't care. Oh. Or they don't care enough. And yeah. they just complain on social media. But what's it like working as a Malaysian director here in the Philippines? I... I mean, I started in, in TV commercials in Malaysia. So the whole system is very different. Mm-mm. You know, like commercials are just selling a product, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool, it's fun, but it, it's more of like a, oh, I, I'm shooting stuff. It's cool. But here we're creating cinema Mm-mm. and it's so different. Uh, I think here it's like the freedom of creating stories, the freedom mm. that you have without censorship, of like you can just do anything. Mm-mm. Any story you want to do, just do. Nudity, if it makes sense, do it. Mm-mm. The actors totally understand. In Malaysia, there's this whole system of like, uh, is it good for my career? Because will I get lose all my endorsements? Would Mm-mm. the religious police come after me? We have religious police, by the way. Mm-mm. Wow. Like legit religious police? Yes. I don't like yeah. that Netflix show that much. <laughs> I love medical, medical police. Medical police. But, <laughs> but religious, religious police, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. my thing. Wow. Wow, but I, I don't know because you can't even show armpits. I shot a commercial there. And yeah, you can't. Like, you can't call people pigs. I love that you There's know a lot of words that, that you can't yeah. use as well. You can't say asshole. Wow. You ass. No. Wow. And you can't so no have homosexual themes. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, sodomy is a federal crime. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's Crazy. how they put politicians in jail. They just say you sodomize someone, you go to jail thirty years. But they don't have to prove it. They, you, if you have someone that just says that he sodomized me. But isn't that, isn't that, I mean, I'm just saying devil's advocate here. I'm just saying, isn't that he said, she said, or he said, he said. So the former dictator of Malaysia, I I still call him a dictator. He is a dictator. Um, And now he's in power against the new prime minister, but he just lost it. But so how he got rid of his whole political rival is he threw him in jail for sodomy. So that he could not run against him. What? Uh, so there's no like justice system where you get a defense. It's just like no, there is a justice system, but you're still going to jail. <laughs> okay, it's so weird. Wow. Yeah, crazy. It's At like least a, you won't get shot. Yeah, like here, it's like I if guess. I said, "Mel, you are blue," <laughs> and I don't have to prove it. You're just the color blue, and then go off to jail with you. <laughs> or, or you can doesn't Mel jail. say like doesn't Mel get to say? <laughs> just use blue. your eyes. I am obviously not blue. <laughs> Maybe it's like Bojack, where it's like if you're rich, then you can get away with anything. Grab <laughs> it's it, legal. No? It's it's you can get away with he anything. He is a dictator for yeah. a reason, I guess. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, I, I remember um, in, in the Tokyo Film Fest when you gave your like opening uh, speech for yeah. for the premiere of this. Yeah, it, it was about being good to other people. And, yeah. and is that something that, that's on your mind a lot? Like, and and that, that shows through in this film? Like, just kindness and decency. And, the themes. Yeah. I mean, like, in the film, people do horrible things. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more of the consequences of action. I mean, in the film, JC has choices, right? He makes choices. 
he chooses not to make choices and he makes the wrong choices. Mm. And he soon know, realizes that all three things have consequences. You know, by standing and doing nothing, you still are going it's to face something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, I mean, for me as a, as a filmmaker, I feel like there needs to be some awareness of what we're doing to each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to feel bad when you hurt someone. I think that's really important. Yeah. I mean, it might seem very juvenile. I mean, like, I mean, we all love a great action film where people just like blow up a hundred hits. It's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, if there is no question of whether it was right or wrong, then younger people who watch it feel like it's the norm, and I think that's really scary. Uh, we like it because we know it's wrong, Mm-mm. and it's really fun to watch something wrong. But at the end of the day, we know what's right mm. and what's wrong. But if a younger person watches it and think, thinks it's the norm, isn't that a bit? creepy yeah you know yeah. did becoming a, a parent change the story in any way since you started writing it before you were a parent uh actually we were we were finishing up the script as bianca mm-hmm. got pregnant so mm-hmm. the film is a lot about um getting rid of spawns in your stomach <laughs> <laughs> as you would see uh, in the trailer it's a scene where she starts a self-cesarean oh my god yeah <laughs> isn't it great when Life inspires art. Yeah, <laughs> always great. Like great art is is inspired by <laughs> by and, life. And look at this artist. Like he's got two things premiering this week. So oh let's, and both premieres cancelled uh, because of I the know, coronavirus. Know. <laughs> know, but he's also premiering in the yeah. states in uh, the US. Which one next Tapes? week? No, Motel Akasha is. Oh, pre- is well, so I don't know what's going to happen now with the whole mm-hmm. coronavirus thing. But mm-hmm. the Motel is supposed to be released in the states theatrically next uh, week. Is it through a, um, ABS or is it? Uh, through our sales agent, through uh, Gravitas wow, distribution man. or something like awesome. that. Awesome! Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. I really yeah. hope you guys get snapped up as well by like Amazon or. I think or they're talking Netflix. to ag- aggregators as well. Nice. But mm. but, of course, the dreams to play in a cinema in the states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, people always buy for for VOD in the states, yeah. but. Cinema in the States, I think, for a Southeast Asian film yeah, is really special. Is, yeah. Do you know where exactly? I don't know yet. Because oh. they haven't announced it because I think of the coronavirus. Wow. Yeah. Suffice to say that he is not flying out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn coronavirus. <laughs> um, so, so also the tapes, the which tapes, is coming yes. out on I1? It's coming out on I1 on uh, March 18. So I think, Quark, this is something totally up your alley by your favorite writer of all time, Dodo Dayao. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dodo really? wrote it. Yeah. Dodo he wrote, wrote this, the yeah. Whole... yeah it, wow. It's a movie or a series? It's a series, a six-part uh, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like True Detective in uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> in uh, Philippine mountains, yeah. Wow, yeah. I like it already. Yeah. Who's the cast? So two cops, uh, two cops were in a town where nothing happens. Mm. Basically, Sam Milby and uh, Yassi Pressman. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Milby hasn't cops. done something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is the last time Milby had something? Know. There's always a joke on set. Like, you guys look really good looking to be cops. Are you guys strippers? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, we should we should have we should have an episode. And then Sam keeps doing his stripper routine on set the whole time. Oh, it yeah, reminds he's me of Piola when he yeah. was a cop. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Piola's a cop. Yeah, we should we should have them on the show. I would yeah. love for Piola, Papa P. Mm. Quark, get your mom to get Piola down no, here. Well, he has to have he has to be doing something. All right, we can't just like when what are we gonna talk about? Cops. <laughs> you know, he'll come out with a movie soon. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, no. Let's get Sam and Yassi. Sam and Yassi would be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. They, I, I think it's totally different for them. Like they, because I mean they've been in the industry for so long. I mean, again, maybe this could be something else could be interesting as well. Because when we work with more independent kind of mm-hmm. actors, like I said, they have that thing where they feel it, they go, and then it's magic, right? More mm-hmm. like Love Dear style of, mm-hmm. of of direction or acting. But Sam and Yazi have been used to like the more mainstream system for so long, so many years. Mm-mm. So when they came into this project and they started acting, I was really surprised because um, usually if you were a bit more close-minded, you would think, oh, commercial actors, they have, maybe they will overact. Or, or they, but these guys are good. Like They understand what they need to do and they deliver consistently on every single take. I think it's a different level of... Um, of of acting style, wow! You know, like uh, these guys are like high performance machines. They can deliver whatever you want them to deliver it in any way you want it form. And then if they need to go into dubbing and do some lines, they They're match it, it flawlessly. It's like Sam it's awesome, is. Awesome, dude! I mean, there's a joke that Sam is. Uh, what is the word? Bubul, bubul. 
Bulol. 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 Like, he, I mean, he, even he makes, because he grew up in the States, right? Yeah. So some words on set, he can't really nail to a certain mm-hmm. degree. But when he goes in the studio and he does it, it's flawless. So you think a lot of these network actors and actresses are just underserved? I I think the material that they not they choose doing or they end up doing or that are given to them are given to them are maybe don't give them the whole range of what they're actually capable of and of course like getting someone like Sam you need to play to your strength right so we make him like this Phil M guy who's stuck in the mountain so he speaks maybe 30% English mm-hmm. but uh, and there's a scene and Yasi is, is Tagalog full Tagalog yeah, yeah. Nice. And it's a totally different thing. Like they're really uh, on point in this one. I think you guys will, will like on it. On I want TV. Wow, yeah. On I want. Yeah. yeah. March eighteenth. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and is um, it all episodes <laughs> already? Uh, I don't know ones? how they want to do it because I know the last thing they did with Julia Barreto, I am you. I think they did three and three. Mm. Mm. And you have six episodes as well. Six episodes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how long are the episodes? Forty minutes. Uh, about twenty twenty minutes. Twenty five minutes. Wow, uh, bingeable. So it's no crash landing on you. <laughs> it's no crash. Oh, I'm no. struggling. Those are really long. <laughs> no, no, no. They are they are quite long. <laughs> That's why I was really bummed about this Thursday because we did like a cinema version with cinema mix and like cinema yeah. sound oh, all the way through the whole thing. Yeah. Oh shucks. Yeah, are they? Is yeah. it just a cancellation or a, or a coronavirus? So it's not going to happen again. I don't know. I hope. I hope yeah, they do. You it. should do like micro cinema run. Yeah, or the something. DCP is ready. Yeah, ready to go. Yeah. Sayang. Yeah. Oh well, what's the premise of the the show? The tapes. Yeah. The year is 1999 in a, in a town where nothing happens in the cold mountains in the Philippines. In the Cordilleras, I yeah. guess. Yeah. In the coronavirus. No, no, no. Pre coronavirus <laughs> time. No, mm-hmm. of course. Um, it's a cop. No. Sam plays a cop, and his partner is Yassi, and they're like basically. So the two most attractive cops two most attractive cops are somehow yeah. partners. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it's it. like X Files. Uh, no, no. You said you said um, um, uh, Twin Peaks. True Detective. Yeah, a little bit of like uh, True Detective. So some yeah. supernatural elements. Yeah. So there. nothing happens in the town until one day he received this like a uh, old beta beta tapes. Beta Max tape. Beta Max tapes. Oh. Yeah. And he plays his tapes. The, oh, I thought the whole show was about trying to find a, a player for this. <laughs> <laughs> like me, just not. No, it's in period. It's nine nine nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to be VHS. Oh yeah, we got VHS and all that. So you see him like put the tape into the VHS, into the VHS player. Oh, so nice. We got the the methods down. Okay. Do you think kids are gonna be able to <laughs> to understand what this is? Yeah. I don't think this is. I think this is something like teen, teen, teen kind of level. I think yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So so we got Modal Kasha out March 11th. Yeah. And the tapes coming March out 18. March 18th. Streaming just a yeah. week later. Yeah. Are you working yeah. on anything else? Uh, doing another series, maybe like a sweet, like man. a serial killer thingy, maybe. Oh, Is it like like a, with, uh, oh, I think you like this one. So I have this premise: as this is this girl, and she wants to be a super famous writer like Ricky Lee, mm. but she doesn't really have talent. But what she's really good at is uh, podcast, <laughs> right? And, narr- <laughs> and and narrating podcasts. Mm. <laughs> Like she doesn't even do her own podcast. She doesn't have the, the the ability to do that. She just reads off a script, but she does it so convincingly, right? And one day she's tracking down someone and she finds a serial killer. And instead of calling the cops, she narrates the killings oh. as the killer is killing people. And oh. it becomes a, like a hit podcast. Wow. Yeah. And you're writing this one? Yeah. Oh, Has great. anyone picked it up? Uh, we're still writing it. So, oh, yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah, I always like you. depicting podcasters as terrible people. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are. True to life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, why hide it? <laughs> Thanks for coming over, my Thank friend. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, that, that Bradley. Fun. Always good to talk. Yes. And next week... You're talking through a mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah next, week next week is... is we uh, try to tackle K-dramas. Yeah, K-drama. K-drama. Week. I need the strength yeah. to get through crash landing on you. <laughs> We have Shai Lagarde and uh, and a possible other special guest. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've started Crash Landing as well. <sighs> they say episode three is uh, the changer. <laughs> you mean we'll you have to finish see. a whole trilogy we'll of movies before it gets good? <laughs> someone, so, someone Instagrammed messaged me and said that it gets good at episode 
eight. Oh my gosh, that's too much of a. Wait, how many episodes are there? There's 16. like sixteen. That's halfway point of sixteen movies. Yeah. Sixteen. Hour I don't even and do that half. with Walking Dead. Like, oh, it gets good. There. Season three. I'm like, you mean I have to get to two seasons? Yeah. <laughs> I quit that one after season one. Yeah. So okay, what I what might happen to me because I'm already on episode three and I'm just I'm really about to white flag it. I might switch shows. Because someone in our in. Facebook group on Enslate, facebook.com slash group slash Enslate, suggested that there's a police procedural that's a K-drama. Which is what? I have to read it, but she said it might be more for me instead of Chloe. Oh. Chloe. No, but that's the point. We have yeah, to watch the... Point the is, but jeez, yeah. dude, this is like punishment. Watch, <laughs> no, weightlifting fairy or, I don't know, Descendants of the Sun. I don't know. <laughs> Do you watch any K-dramas? I heard... Someone just explained to me the premise of Descendants of the Sun. Mm. What is it? He said, he said that it's a bunch of very good-looking Koreans in a chateau <laughs> stationed somewhere in Italy or something. Okay. And they're just guarding a chateau. Okay. And they fall in love with girls who are also Korean. Sounds like a Netflix reality series. <laughs> <laughs> and now starring Ding Dong Dantes. Oh, oh really? yeah, yeah. No, it's a Filipino version. Filipino. Rocco Nacino, Ding Dong Dantes. Are they also in Italy? I, I don't know where they are. I haven't Probably. seen the oh. show. No. Georgia. <laughs> it would be great if it was like a Filipino version of Italy. Yeah. Intermoons. Or, or if they were in Italy now and now they're like, you know, they can't leave Italy because yeah. of lockdown. You know, they're just in Bellinis. <laughs> yeah. Ganda no, no? Bellinis. In Maritina? Like just different corners of the restaurant to pose as well of Tuscany or something. <laughs> yeah, so if you have any recommendations No, for I know which... where they're shooting. McKinley, Venice. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. And then Rico Blanco's the, no. <laughs> the god, the, the la guy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, now if you have any recommendations for what K dramas to watch or for the K drama episode, do that fit like, our personality. Say it on the groups. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again, Bradley. Um, yeah. Bye, guys. Wash your hands. Bye. <laughs>